Hello and welcome to Tech Vines, um, where we bring the beautiful disaster that is both wine and our love for technology together. Um, I'm your host, Melissa Gurney Green, and I'm proud to be joined this week by Scott Delandy and Colin Gallagher. How are you guys? Doing well, doing well. Very much looking forward to tonight's episode. Yeah, this was yeah. this was the, the 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 shining light at the end of a very long week. Amen, amen. <laughs> uh, just a just an inside recommendation. I like it when we postpone it an hour because then like we still start like the wine part an hour before, and then by the time we're ready to roll, it's like, all right, let's talk about whatever. Yeah, we've, yeah, I've, had, yeah. I've had two glasses already, so yes. <laughs> Everybody's um, well into their wine except for me because I was on an interview. So, so um, I'm a little behind, but but enjoying my wine now. So uh, I, I think new rules should be is that if you're coming in late, um, then you have to do a shot if you haven't had anything before the podcast starts. That should be precedent. No. We'll see about that. <laughs> let's the let's think about right that now. one. <laughs> All right, so that's not going to fly. We'll see. Colin is thoroughly entertained. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's interesting. I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking about body shots. Sorry, right, that's what I, my, my my mind went to. But yes, but we can't do those in today's environment. So yeah, not right now. No, uh, nah. but those are good memories. Good yeah. memories. So, um, kind of getting back to, I guess, the show. Welcome everyone. Um, this week's assignment for wine was to get a wine that was recommended by a friend. So I'll start with Scott because he seems very excited right now. Um... So I was unclear on the rules. <laughs> yeah, I was unclear. I screwed this up too. Sorry. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, so let's just assume I have no friends. <laughs> it was just, I was, uh, so I got, I, I'm drinking uh, chronology. Right. So it is a, a Californian red wine and it is like a total blend of blends. It's got a little bit of everything mixed in there. We have a little bit of I'm trying to pull it up right now so that I can remember everything. But it had uh, Petite Syrah. It had Syrah. It had Cab. It had Merlot. It had it's like the ultimate mutt of red wines. And I went with it because, you know me, I like a good red blend. Um and I saw this, and it was highly rated in terms of just the, the ranking on it. And I figured, oh, I would give it a shot. So that's what I went with. And I would have to say it's, uh, it's, it's definitely good. Um, it's, it's very full-bodied. This would pair well if you were having, like, a, you know, like a legit, you know, um, just a, a big meal, you know, something meat, something ribs, something like that. Um, this would pair perfectly with that. So, um, good wine. Very excited about it. And so, so what have... was the how? How do you tie it to a friend? Well, I would. So, what I would do is I would say the bottle looked really cool. <laughs> oh, God. Again, I was unclear on the rules. Um, I would definitely recommend this. I would like if I was going out to a barbecue or you know just out to eat with friends and I had to bring a bottle of wine, I would totally bring this. Uh, very reasonably priced. I think it was like 25, 30 bucks. So it wasn't a big, a big ticket uh, wine. 
Um, and it has all, it checks all the box in terms of the flavors that I like for wine. And again, if you were like going and pairing it with a meal, I would totally, I would totally bring this with me, especially after the debacle from last time when I sent everybody this gasoline flavored <laughs> white wine that apparently no, we did, did not, tr- we did not confirm I, I that still Colin opened did it. not like it. I haven't, I haven't opened it. I haven't <laughs> so tried it we cannot just go okay. on, I, on. I was away for the weekend camping and wine was not the sort of thing you bring camping. All right. Well, I, I want to be immediately notified when you have that wine because yeah. I it, like that, like traumatized me because I will like, live, I will live blog my, my please, particular. Please, please do because you know, it was definitely different and I said it was different different um i stated that right up front it was different um but i didn't i didn't get it 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 was a heavy alcohol content for sure um but the gasoline that that hurt melissa i'm so sorry but believe me i love that you were honest about it okay so now i have to find something i'm gonna see if they have bartles and james if i can send you like a four pack of bartles and james for the next one Oh my! What's funny so, is is I love the red one. So, <laughs> go ahead, Colin. Sorry, the red one's no. good, right? Because that's the one that's uh, that's made yeah. in the uh, in the bourbon uh, cask. Oh, anyway, so, yeah. okay. Yeah, is that you? Were you for the podcast? Were you drinking the red? Or were you drinking the white, Scott? I was drinking the white. white. I was drinking oh. the um. It was oh. the Sauvignon Blanc that okay, was. Yeah, the, uh, the, the stuff we have. Okay, the, so, yeah, so yeah. I, can, I can completely you, judge you then. You okay. have a bottle. Exactly. Yes, uh, okay. That yes. was the one that was in the okay. tequila yeah. barrels. I will, I will drink that. That's right. Yes, I'll drink that. Yeah. Okay. No, so Melissa, I misunderstood the rules for tonight. My apologies. Okay. What did you th- end up doing? What, what I thought. What I, did I you think make? I can. Confl- I think I conflated the technology rules with the wine rules. Okay. Um, and so, I got wine I would recommend to a friend or give to a friend. Okay, that works. Along with the technology I would give to a friend. All right. Let's go. And so, so, um, so I, so for my friend, I picked my, um, I picked my friend Corey. Um, it happens to be his birthday this week, so I thought, you know, okay. hey, um, it's sort of a motivation to think, to, a, to think about him, um, and, you know, what I might get him for a wine gift. So, if he's listening, <laughs> he may find out what he's getting um, <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> um, but I picked um, Venom um, from Segesia. Um, lovely all black label with a little uh, copper squiggle and a copper foil on top. Um, this is a hundred percent Sangiovese Ooh. from one of um, from the Rattlesnake Hill in California, one of uh, the oldest Sangioveses grown in the U.S. Um, if folks don't know what Sangiovese is, that is, it, it's an Italian wine from the from the sound of it. Yes, uh, duh. Let me mansplain that for you. Um, um, but it's it's what makes up, um, you know, what you would see in the U.S. generally as a as a Tuscan wine or a Super Tuscan. Um, they've decided to, you know, Super Tuscan is Sangiovese blended with some French grapes generally um, to make it a little more palatable. I find this. Um, Perfectly drinkable as is, and as smooth as as, as any blend, um, and it's just nice. And so uh, my my friend Corey has just started getting into wine, and he's been drinking a lot of Jaylor Cab. And I was thinking this is sort of a step up; it's a little further step away from that. So, so to sort of expand and push its limits, I'm recommending this, and I'm actually getting him a bottle of this for his birthday. So it was sort of a, a twofer this week. Wonderful! That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
So I guess to round it out, I will uh, tell you a little bit about my wine. It well, you're is... the you're the only one that actually played by the rules. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I like almost... I like Colin's rules. We're gonna we're gonna adopt this a little bit because yeah. because it's a little easier to explain too. Yeah. So, um, on recommendation from Amy Lewis, I picked up this bottle of Dearly Beloved, which is a rug blend from the Central California coast. And it's really cute. It's got like a skull etched into it and, and a pretty cute design. And then, um, and then of course, a, a whole lot of stuff that I really didn't read on the back other than Central Coast of um, California. But it reads like um, wedding vows. So, so there's that. But it tastes delightful. It's, it's a wonderful blend. It's, it's light and um, delicious. That's awesome. And I think we lost Scott. Did we? Um, he's not oh, showing up on my feed. Nope. And yeah, he's not showing up on mine either, and he's, he's testing something. Yep, so we'll see what's happening to him. Yep. So anyway, we'll keep talking. Um, actually, I didn't give you my tasting notes for this. So um, actually, really, again, sm smooth. Um, you know, sometimes I think a, um, a Sangiovese can be a little a little harsh, a little, a little, a little strong, um, depending, um, which is sort of why they blend it in the Super Tuscan. Um, and, but this is sort of, it's really nice and round, well-rounded out. Um, hints of blackberry, really, um, and other, you know, sort of subtle fruit like that. So I'm totally in love with this. And again, gorgeous label, great name, wins on the marketing front, um, but also wins on the palate front as well. So it is not necessarily cheap. I won't say how much it is because um, Corey might be listening, but it's it's certainly a good special occasion bottle of wine. Um, it's, you will not find it in stores generally. Um, it's a limited production from, from them. Um, it's from Segesio, by the way, um, uh, who tr normally do Zinfandel. And so this is sort of a, a branch out from them again. So I appreciate the little branch out. Um, but, um, you can order it from wine.com or other places, um, for that for a reasonable price. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, welcome back, Scott. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> Technical difficulties have been taken care of. Yes. yes. No reboot required. I, so, by the way, just I had in, in addition to my my hell week, my my day was sort of even hellish, more hellish, mm. um, and I was in the middle of talking to an analyst, and IT forced a reboot of my machine. Oh no, that's the, the thing worst. popped up and said you've got 50, rebooting in fifteen seconds. Like I had no, you know, postpone nothing, no, and I'm like, oh, oh. my god, it's like guys, be back. And luckily, it was a quick one. It only took me like you know three minutes to to, to get the whole cycle, but it was just insane. It's like so. Like, wow. like what, get, give me an opportunity to pause. Like, I'm actually doing important things on my machine. You know, it's just like, yeah. And that had to be middle of the day. Like, it's. Oh, totally. Yeah. It was two o'clock. It was two o'clock. Yeah. Eastern time. So, that you know, no matter where you are in the country, it's working day. Yeah. Warn, warn so. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I, I experienced this on Monday in that I had an eight o'clock one-on-one with one of my future managers and, and, um. I got into my office at about 7.45 to kind of kick things off, make sure nothing was burning before I got started. And Mac forced an upgrade. And it was one of those half-hour upgrades with Mac. <laughs> like, where it's like, okay, the upgrade's happening, and by the way, your computer's a brick for half an hour. So I'm like, I'm going to be super late. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sending him all these messages because he's also on European time. So it was, it was a little challenging in that I was kind of coming in at the end of his day anyway. So um, great way to start the week for sure. <laughs>
So let's kind of move on to our technology. Scott, with your rules changed, I'm really interested in how you went about figuring out the technology to highlight this week. So the what I was going to recommend is so like um, oh, no. more and more of us are working from home, right? Mm-hmm. And um, obviously you want to create like, you know, a, an environment that's, you know, quiet and like away from everything that's going on. So there aren't any distractions. So so I get all that. So but what I'm doing right now that I that I really, really love is I, I have three monitors that I'm running. Right. So I have they're the you know, they're not the huge monitors because they go but they go completely across my desk. And like if I'm like, you know, so, you know, I'll go to Maine and we'll have a place up there and we'll like spend a couple of days. But like if I have something like serious to do. I feel I need to be here for that because I need to have all the monitors because I need to see, you know, what's being presented, what the slides are that are actually coming up next. I need to see what's on the Zoom. I need a screen so that if somebody asks a question, believe it or not, I can Google the question that they're asking and I can pull up an answer and be like, oh, yeah, here's that. And they're like, oh, my God, how did you know this? It's like, oh, you know, we've been here for 100 years. And how, how would I not know this? Little do they know, I'm Googling the exact same question that they're asking. So it's, it's again, having the flexibility to be able to multitask and have these different screens going at, at one point in time. And so I, I know not everybody has like a, you know, a whole room that they can dedicate to be able to do this type of a setup. Um, so, but that that's one of the things I would suggest is just being able to have that and you know, having the docking station and being able to yeah. plug everything in. The one thing that I was able to do, and I wish I showed Colin this earlier, I won't do it right now because if I did it, I'd have to go away from the microphone, but I was able to mount my lightsaber. Very so, nice. Not as dirty as it sounded. <laughs> um, so I, I, I've had like, you know, I when, again, when, when you know, the, the, the second series of uh, Star Wars you know came out. You know it's been a slow week when Scott is mounting his lightsaber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was so excited. Like, you have the no one idea. Like, Scott mounts his I lightsaber. Spent, oh, I spent yeah. a day trying to figure out where I was going to put it because where I ended up putting it, it, like, you can see it on the Zoom, and I wanted to make sure that people could see it so they could you know, say, all right, this guy's a geek. But it doesn't really fit in with any of, of the other stuff that I have there. But it looked so cool. It was like, all right, so I so I had to put it there. So um, so I have my lightsaber finally mounted on the wall. So I'm I'm very thrilled about that. So if you have a lightsaber, it was like eight bucks on Amazon, and, and it was amazing because when it came up, it wasn't just like one lightsaber mounting kit that you could pick from. There were like forty of them. It's like how many people have lightsabers? A lot, a lot. Apparently, yeah, apparently. A lot. But well, the I... one where Scott figures out where to put his lightsaber. Very nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I went there. It's fine. <laughs> and Scott snorted, so I'm winning. <laughs> yeah, you won. Yes. I, I give up. You're an hour late, so let's, for the record, you're an hour late, so stop. I was working hard. <laughs> Some of us don't have lightsaber mounting weeks. Like... Hey, I was working on my show notes. Actually, I had to put together a list. We were doing a, um, a virtual happy hour, and they wanted uh, two truths and a lie. Mm. Oh, man, that's a difficult thing to pull off. It's like, okay, what do I want to share? <laughs> yeah. I, I, have a standard, I have a standard one for that. But... What's yours? <laughs> What's mine? Um, number one is um, I, I have met Olga Corbett, 
and she took me to tea. I have met Muhammad Ali, and he made me a hot dog. And I have met Bill Clinton, and like was completely blown away by him. The Bill Clinton's the lie. Yeah. No way. Really? Correct. Yeah. 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 I would have so never easy. guessed that one. I, yeah. I was I was totally blown away by Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I have I have I have the the the, the claim to fame of having been a seven year old kid who Muhammad Ali, a noted Muslim, <laughs> cooked the hot dog for. So... Holy moly! Yeah, like that's picture, the one I, I would have totally guessed. Yeah. I have a picture of it too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. What about you, Melissa? You got two truths and a lie. Hmm. I'd have to. I don't want to put you on the spot. That right, right now. I mean, so, I, I could come up with some. <laughs> we don't have to do that. We're we're like so off topic. Um, it's fine. It's fine. We we can go to Colin and his um, tech recommendation this week. So again, so again, I was so the rec- I was going tying the recommendation to the person. So that was the thing. Um, and so uh, my friend Corey is a mammon. Um, okay. And so he's he was uh, let go as part of COVID. He was sort of laid off and looking for a job or between jobs, and um, coincidentally just was mailing something to his brother and looking up his zip code online. And and there was an ad on the USPS website for careers and clicked through it. And you know, a couple of weeks later, he's a mailman. Um, nice. But it's an interesting interesting job because he's working, he's walking and uh, on his feet. You know eight, nine hours a day. And so I thought, you know, away from Wi-Fi. And so I sort of, I was starting to think of what would be the the tech I would recommend. Um, and then it's sort of time back. And so the one I, I want to talk about is I want to talk about the AirPods Pro. I know I've talked about the AirPods in the past, mm-hmm. but for my recent birthday, I got a pair of AirPods Pro and I am pro AirPods Pro right now. Um, I held off on them because I didn't think there was going to be enough of a difference between the existing ones and the new ones. And if folks don't know, the AirPods Pro, what they feature is noise, active noise cancellation. Okay. Um, that's the major step up. And like I said, you know, I, I'm a big fan of the Bose noise cancellation. We talked about this. I was like, you're going to pry these things. Um, but, you know, my definition of a, of a great gift, by the way, is something that someone gets you that you will love, but you would never have gotten you for yourself. <laughs> um, yes. And so these were totally that. Um, I love them. They're fantastic. And I just been hesitant because they, I didn't see the difference. And I'm they're fantastic. The, the, the active noise cancellation is great. You know, again, given the size, um, they fit well in my ears, but I've never been a problem with AirPods fitting in my ears. Um, but um, in addition to active noise cancellation, they have something I think they call transparency mode. Whereas in addition to like suppressing, you know, because the way the way active noise cancellation works is um, you know, it picks up just the surrounding environment and inverts the inverts the sound wave, and so the two sound waves cancel each other out, right? The sign, mm-hmm. you know, up and down sound wave, right? Yeah. Folks can't see me making waves with my hand, hands on right now. Yeah. Um, but it's smart enough to be able to detect the sound of a voice when you have that turned on and not cancel that out. Ooh. So it continues to cancel background noise out, but it doesn't cancel voices out. So if someone talks to you or yells at you, whatever you hear it. So I've been running with it a lot and I'm, I really find that really useful. And I find then the noise cancellation really works. It's been helping me get into my zone. And I think, you know, for someone else who's, who's walking eight, nine hours a day, you know, and, and listening to music or podcasts or whatever, while they're delivering mail to all the rest of us, I think it would be a great gift. 
Um, Corey, you are not getting your buzz, bro. You're getting a bottle of wine. <laughs> um, just to be clear on that. But, um, yeah. but again, it's something I would recommend you look into in the future. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. All right, Melissa, what are you sending us? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the focus this week was Amy. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So I, I went with Amy. Um, and, and what I would suggest for her, she's, she's super into soccer. So, so the first thing that I would, I would consider for her being into soccer, and like all of us, and I hope I'm not ruining anything over 30. Um, <laughs> so I think we can all confess to being over 30, right? <laughs> Just barely. <laughs> Just barely. Still. Um, our compression pants, like the runner style compression pants. And the reason I say this is because I played indoor soccer for a while and actually quit uh, because of injuries. And um, soccer, because you're moving in many different directions. It's not like running where it's predictable motion right you're you're stopping and starting and and moving in different ways and maneuvering around things and trying to get to the ball or trying to get the ball around other people um those muscles aren't muscles that we use very often as adults unless we're conditioned for a very long time to use them <laughs> um so so it's very different and when i started my my indoor soccer journey she plays outdoor soccer but when i started that journey um it became apparent to me that my muscles needed a little more support um, than I was giving them. So, um, so for that, the runner style compression pants that I used to use for marathon training actually worked very well under my soccer shorts as, as a way to kind of compensate for, for those rapid muscle kind of changes and moves and, and jerks that, um, ended in me injuring myself more than a couple times. So um, that would be something that I would recommend to her. Yeah, when I run, so I, I run every, I, I have to run with compression uh, shorts on underneath right. just because, for well, for a lot of reasons. But um, yes, it does make a difference. It does make a difference. So that's, that's important. But I also use the um, uh, calf compression um, sleeves. The so, Zens is still... Uh, I still uh, I still run with those. I still have the pink ones. Yes, I still have. Them. Nice. Um, not the originals. Like I've replaced them along the way. So, but it's interesting because that's for some reason like I just buy pink ones and I buy them over and over and over again. And so, like um, I'll tell you this. So I was up in Maine last weekend, and um, some of the folks that I know up there is a guy who plays in a band. And I went out, and he was playing, and I was talking to a bunch of people. And uh, first off, number one, they thought like I was actually in the band. I was like, no, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't play in the band. And then they're like, oh, we know you. You're the, you're the guy that you know is running in the pink socks. So apparently that was my brand was I was the guy out there with the pink socks. And I'm okay with that because, you know, I like the pink socks. But the pink yes. socks are also something I would recommend to somebody playing soccer. Well, not pink socks, but the Zensa sleeves for yes. the um, under the shin guards sweat nastiness that happens so so yeah i'm so, i'm a big fan so i so um i am also training for a run right now um even though the two runs i was training for have been canceled i'm going to do a virtual one um yep uh yep a couple weeks away from my first half and then the big question is do i go beyond that and actually do the full keep going to the full um i've got time this year we'll see um we'll see how i do on the half um and I, so I went, I went for my first 
I went for my annual physical last week, sort of, I time it around my birthday, so it's sort of a remember thing, and talking to my doctor, and I was like, you know, I'm having a little, I'm running, and he's like, he's hey, you, you seem to be doing, you've lost a little weight, I was like, oh, I'm running, I'm training, and he's like, oh, I'm a runner, and like, we proceeded to spend the rest of the, the, the doctor's visit talking about running, and like, literally, I walked away with, you know, like, the, you know, my health notes, and it talked about, I need these insoles, I need this compre- this compression thing for my knee, and, and and blah, 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 all these, and, you know, this, this recovery thing. Um, but so I did finally order a compression thing for my knee, because my knee's been just a little off my right knee. Um, but would you recommend short, you know, like pants, full pants, or just like the, something for the knee? Because he didn't mention that at all, so I'm, but he's an MD, so who knows? I haven't found a knee thing that works for me. Okay. So um, I've got crunchy knees, and yeah. um, the only thing that I found that really works is one good shoes. Um, mm-hmm. Above all else, good shoes, good insoles, like that whole yeah. thing needs to be. Well, I have a prescription for insoles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then beyond that, if I still need support for like the distance runs, I do always wear compression pants. Mm-hmm. But that's mainly because I haven't found something just for the knee that works mm-hmm. because those things get super hot. Like they're layered and like they do get super hot. Mm-hmm. So um, that is a thing to watch out for. But they also like support your whole leg and not oh. just your knee. So it's a little different. What about you, Scott? So uh, I, I haven't, re- luckily, I haven't had any issues uh, with my knees. It, you know, they get a little bit sore, but it depends. Like if I run like on a soft surface like the beach, I can definitely feel it for like the next day. Um, but normally running on the road, that's not where the pain is. The problem that I have is like I sweat a lot. And that's the reason why I have to wear um, compression shorts because if I don't wear compression shorts I get like a rash in between the legs because you know you run it every day and it's like just and it just it, there's no chance for it to, to be able to uh, to recover so um, and you know sometimes when I'm out there like I usually will wear them under shorts but like if it's like really hot out it's like okay I don't need another piece of fabric so I just run in like the compression shorts and I actually had somebody say to me what are you out there running in your underwear? And I was like, hey, listen, <laughs> you get out and you run four miles a day every day of your life. You can wear whatever the hell you want. So don't no judge doubt. me. Like, yeah. no doubt. That's like, basically bike shorts. Keeps... I mean, what I bike, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. except for the little bit of padding on my butt, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. 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 Anything that keeps the chub rub at bay, yeah. like, go for it. That's. And yes, I'm yeah. pouring well, wine. So speaking, <laughs> speaking of rub, and I'm pouring wine as well. Uh, speaking of rub. Um, I had a little incident last week. And since oh, God, I'm here we go. So here, the one where Colin has a rub issue, this ought to be. Yes. What do you well, got? I, so when I first started biking 10 years ago-ish, you know, lo- really seriously long-distance biking, I've done spinning on these for years. Um, you know, there was a point but where, Before like, you almost died. Before I almost died, yes. yes. Okay. Before, before I was found unconscious on the side of the road. <laughs> on your bike. <laughs> on my bike, oh. yes. Well, yeah. well, the bike was like 20 feet Relatively, away from me. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I, you know, early, like year one, year two, when I started to get over 30, 40 miles, I would find that my nipples would get raw. Yep. And, you know, I, I put Band-Aids on and did, you know, but, and part of it was like getting, actually going with tighter fitter clothing and, and so after that first year, nothing. Now when I run greater than nine miles, it happens yes. again. Yeah. Like There's if a I, lot if, of friction. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, and like one of the reasons I'm 
running shirtless now is just because of that. It's like, you know, and I find like, because to your point, Scott, I sweat more when I run than when I bike. And like, I've tried putting band-aids on and the sweat washes them off. So I'm like, you know, after five miles, the shirt comes off just because, um, yeah, I, two weeks ago when I ran 10, they got raw and then I rode 39 miles the next day. And because I just had the fresh tattoo, I was, I was wearing a looser Jersey as well. And I was just like in pain for the rest of the week. So yeah. yeah any, any, any suggestions for that? You folks who run more than I have. I um, run topless when it gets hot like that. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Good. That's basically how about you. Okay. How about you, Melissa? <laughs> yeah. Do you run topless? <laughs> so it's different for me in that I can't run topless and, and I, I've, no, you can, you a, just choose not to. No, no, I, I cannot. <laughs> she would be arrested. For it's, illegal. Yes, it's illegal. It's <laughs> illegal. I, I have in that yes. for medical There's procedures, a double sometime for men, you have men to. And women's nipples. <laughs> right. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have run in, in just the sports bra and I've gotten tons of commentary on that and what's hilarious about that is is you start your run at a park and you're wearing like a sports bra and shorts right and you're going for your run and there are women in bikinis like giving you dirty looks for going in a run in a sports bra <laughs> like so so there's weird double standards around runners but um to kind of talk to your actual question here around around things to do um i've i've dealt with other men who have had this issue and and other runners um in that i used to be in a run program and they used to give these tips out um the type of shirt definitely helps no cotton of course but you know that um i would say there's this product called glide and it's it looks like a deodorant and you just rub it on there and it helps reduce that a whole lot and i use it for for other things for distance running because I don't need it because the sports bra, I guess, kind of handles that. I don't, I don't understand why I don't get it and the, and the men do, but I know all the men do. <laughs> but I would say if, if you're wearing a shirt and yeah, there, there's this stuff called glide. It looks like a gray um, th- bar of deodorant, essentially. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, for recycling, I use uh, butt butter or, uh, my favorite product because it's the great, great name called D's Nuts. <laughs> oh my goodness! Really? <laughs> Which is meant to reduce chafing in the seat area. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. And, yeah. And, and the nice thing about D's Nuts is, in addition to just being a you know a lubricant for that area, it tingles as well. So it's a little added bonus. It's like yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but you I, could I, try I, those on your nipples I'm, and see how it works. But... That's what I was thinking about. But yeah. <laughs> I know some people that have done that too, where mm. where they've tried something for one area and it works just fine mm. for another. I, I know some people that just in in a pinch rub straight deodorant on them and and run mm. like that. So. Oh, really, deodorant? Yeah, just straight. Okay, deodorant. I guess it just removes the moisture, so it reduces some of the. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Cool. So I like now we've the done. Pay- I like the pain, so I just keep going with it. Whatever. <laughs> no, masochist, Scott. Pretty yes. much. Pretty much. Although Colin did uh, shame me uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? It was so, yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. You know exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. So Colin did six, and I did three and a half, and I showed him my three and a half. Oh God, that didn't sound right. So well, and, and I showed I, him and that I ran three and a half. <laughs> I showed him that I ran oh. three and a half. 
<laughs> this is the blue podcast episode. Oh my! Yes, we, we may. This one might need to be edited. <laughs> no. no, no, we're no. not editing a, a thing. We're not editing a thing. We're rolling. We're rolling. We're we're very low maintenance in that regard. <laughs> this this is what happens when you drink and podcast. Mm-hmm. Take notes and yep. do so carefully. <laughs> I showed him my three and a half, and he said, <laughs> "He said double it. Why didn't you double it?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I did three and a half, and I felt like I like literally like when I was done, I wanted to like just like." And I always say, you know, if I like feel like I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna drop. I'm looking like for like a grassy place that I could just like fall, like. Mm-hmm. And it was like really hot yesterday. I mean, really hot, muggy, mm-hmm. just like. It was probably like 80 degrees when I went out, and it was like early in the morning. And I yeah. put everything into it, and I was going as fast as I could, and like, like you know, almost just like pass out. And I was like, I felt so good. I was like, oh, good. And then Colin's like, well, wait a minute, I did six. I was like, oh, well, no. And, and so, so I liked it better of, when you didn't run, by the way. Can well, I yeah, just and, say? Because so, now you put <laughs> putting too much pressure, putting too much pressure on the group. Pro so, tip number one of running: run your race. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, Your race, so not no, his. The other thing was, the other thing was, I, and I think, I think I actually ran at a faster pace than you. And so, <laughs> and so not, not that that counts, but no, because no, because when it I totally started, counts got, when you run six miles. There's two parts of the story, right? One is like, you know, when I started running and we, we had this on podcast, Melissa's like, oh yeah, I'm recovering an injury and I still run faster than you. Basically is what she said. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so which is fine, but I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the progress I made. And so part of it was that, like, oh, well, I can keep up with Scott. Because you've been running forever, Scott. So, I, I, you know, it's sort of a, a milestone for me to pass that. But the other thing yeah. was I had an abysmal run on Saturday. I, um, and I was, you know, in my marathon training, it was actually a short, long run on, on Saturday. So I did 10 the week before. I've got to do 12 this weekend. Um, and last weekend was only seven. And I was like, I'm going to rock the shit out of this. Oh, no. Um, and as I said, I was away camping and drinking and up till 2.30 in the morning. Oh, oh. And slept in a little bit. And it got later and hot. And it was 9 degrees. And I had got some of the alcohol out of my system, but not completely. And it was it was a it was a new route. It was in the middle of nowhere, and it was hilly. So it was nine degrees, hilly, you know, hilly, hot, hungover. Um, and I was back to running 14s again. I was like, oh, yep, fuck. yep. And yep. so yesterday was sort of like I, you know, I have to run six, and I couldn't, I could barely get through seven on on Saturday, and I'm going to do it. And so I did it. Not only did I do it, I was, I kept up with Scott, who was a experienced runner so that's sort of what it was scott it was just me being... i wouldn't i would not say experience absolutely not like... scott you've run at least three miles a day for over two years now you're an experienced no. runner don't give us that bullshit <laughs> like no it's more than two years it's, it's closer to four right no no but that's... per day at least two yeah at least yeah. two yeah. like yeah. maybe not every yeah. day those other years but but you've been running for over five years now yeah Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Saying, it, you are over, an right? experienced runner. This, yeah. <laughs> he is an not ex- wrong. And experience, <laughs> my, my, does not, experience does not imply old, Scott. It just minds you've got. No. The only the only thing you gain from that experience is pain management. Yeah. It's like how many Advil do I need before? How many am I going to need after? It's like what's the rest of the day going to feel like? So yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I'm still so, waiting for the for when I don't feel sore for the rest of the day after I run. But um, yeah, <laughs> I think that'll be a while happen. with yeah, the marathon exactly. training. It yeah. it took me forever. Like even still, like half marathons are my are my happy place like anywhere between a 10k and a half marathon has historically been my happy place as far as running goes um and it's i'm not there right now but um but i kind of wanted to get back to you on this on this concept of 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 your run because because i did i do remember saying that Mm -hmm. but i also knew that you were going to beat me very very quickly because because of um of your level of fitness and there are just some advantages to being a dude and not having to carry around certain things so um so i've got to ask what your time was and then i'll tell you my time for my pathetic two miles that i did today um so my time yesterday was just under it was 10 30 plus or minus and and the other the other thing that was actually made me feel good about it was i was i was 10 32 i think to end it but like I looked at my per mile split pace and it was mm-hmm. plus or minus 10 seconds per mile for the six miles. So for me, it was not just that I was, I was able to keep it. I was consistent and it's, you know, I'm at first time I'm feeling like a runner cause I'm actually being able to keep a consistent pace versus start and go drop, 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 drop. Yeah. Which again is a reasonable strategy, but it was nice to be consistent sort of midweek. Um, yeah. Um, but, and the day before I did another nine, little, I kept it under 10. I was in, in the nines. I've hit, I've hit nines a couple of times and I need to, um, do that a little more. Yeah. I didn't do so, it today. Norm, normally I find I actually go faster on my third run of the week. I don't know why. Um, uh, but this week it was my first run of the week. Um, and today was not great, but today was just a, a rough day in general. Right on. And it was raining yesterday too, so I did I did ten and a half in, in the rain in Vitska. So yeah, that's amazing. For six, yeah. So yeah. so my two miler today was ten forty two, and um, that's my average mile. It was a little mm-hmm. slower on the last mile at ten forty six, but and that's a good time for me now. So <laughs> so just to put it in perspective, you are now kicking my butt. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, and my goal is by the end of the season to run consistently in the nines, but we'll see. So I've like slowed I've slowed down tremendously only because I don't push it anymore because, like, I'll just go out and just go. I have to slow myself down sometimes just because, like, the wear and tear of, like, trying to, like, go faster every day. And it really becomes – it's not it's – the, it's the mental piece of it. That's like, well, I'm getting slower, I'm getting slower, I'm getting slower. And then, so one of the things I did, and I mentioned this, you know, a while ago, is like I turned off the the, um, the tracker that notifies you what your time is. So I don't know what my time is during the run anymore because, like, it, you become obsessive. Like, every half mile, be like, oh, I'm going too slow. I got to pick it up. I got to pick it up. And then, you know, and then it and just you becomes this. you gas yourself out. <laughs> oh, God. It just, and it becomes this, just this mental OCD just so I don't I, even pay attention anymore I, so like when I go slow and I know I'm way slower today than I was a year or two ago but like I'm okay with that because like I'm trying to like just like not have everything like hurt right yeah. and it's not it's not like the full like I don't like feel like tired from every day because you just do it every day but there are certain parts of the body that just begin to hurt and like my really my hamstrings and my calves not so much my knees but you know those are the things that i worry about and like by slowing down and just like not paying attention to that it's really really helped in the last couple of months 
to just like take the just ease up on the pain so two things like i am again because like you know i've been biking for you know 10 years or so close to 10 years um and by the way i'm a little bummed today part of the reason i'm, I'm sort of off today is um today would have been the start of my ninth pan ohio hope ride where i ride from cleveland to cincinnati over four days and of course it's canceled Aww. and so of course facebook has reminded me of all these memories of course the last nine years so um anyhow but um so I love my bike computer because it gives me all the freaking data. And we've talked about this before. And what I find is I'm using my Apple Watch now sort of as that computer to look at. And but to your point, Scott, um, I may I may switch to b back from Matt my ride to Strava just so I get less frequent updates, um, because I think you're right. It sort of allows me to focus it. Um, um, but again, for me, it's like I'm at pulling away from the data is really hard. But I have a friend who like who who was a, a he, he he won races he won you know category four and category five cycling races and he got to, to your point scott he's like i'm just going to turn the computer off i want to ride for the sake of riding for the fun of it and just how i feel versus trying to achieve some number etc well it's the, the joy it's, it's, for it's the, the mental health like the, the, the mental health is the most important part it's yes. just being able yeah. to like clear your head and it's like all right, well, I'm working on this and I have these meetings coming up and I'm going to talk to this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah. so then you get to like think yeah. about that and you're not worried about, oh my God, I'm like two seconds slower than I was yesterday. And now I got to pick this up there. And like the obsessive piece of that was like, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not at the point where I can sort of feel what going fast or slow is in my body. And I'm getting there. I think I'm starting to get there where I can feel mm -hmm. like, you know, I can sort of feel the difference between you know, a 10 minute pace or an 11 minute pace or a 12 minute pace. Um, but I, I need the practice sort of, and my body rhythm isn't there yet. You know, I'm getting there. So I think I need that reminder, but totally like, I mean, like I said yesterday when I was, when I was running, I was like, I was writing angry email in my head. <laughs> it's like, you know, and, the, and, the, <laughs> yes. and the thing is going off every quarter mile telling me what the stats are. And I'm like, no, no, when I get back, I'm writing this email, I'm writing that email, I'm writing that email. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to write an email that says Asana isn't for stakeholder communications. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff gets worked out in the run, those emails. Yeah, never my, get my, mine, mine was, was actually, I, I, was like, I, I wrote it yesterday and I actually had to put in parentheses after this. Like, I'm actually going to do a blog post about this shortly too because it was a great email. Um, and I think it's gonna go, it was about it was about playing your position. And like, yes, you know, yes, I had to go, you know, if you know me, like it's a sports reference. That's the only one I'll make in this. But it's like, it's like we need to each let ourselves do our own jobs, right? You know, if you're an expert yes. in this, I ain't gonna second judge you. You know, don't second judge me, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I learned something, feel. but don't, yeah, <laughs> don't yeah. second guess me and act like I'm an idiot. I've been doing. Oh this no, for yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't tell you had twenty years now. Like, yeah, exactly. Geez. I don't tell you had a code. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> We are way off track, but we should get back to the wine. Yes, and yes. if I'm not mistaken, Colin, Look, it's your wine next week. It is and my you're wine hosting. next week. It is my wine next week. So I have decided on the wine. I decided it last week, actually. Um, I have two wine choices. I know this one is my next one is. Um, this one is going to be an orange wine. Ooh, tell me more. Yes. And, uh, so we did. I picked rosé a couple weeks ago, uh, two turns ago of mine. Um, and you know, if folks remember wine geek alert, wine geek alert, um, rosé is when you take a red grape and you treat it like a white grape when you're making the wine process and orange wine is when you take a 
white grape and you treat it like a red grape when you make wine. So you let it sit in the skins, you let it sit in the stems and the seeds, uh, and it builds additional and sort of different flavors from those and more, more tan in it, et cetera. So um, they've been around for a bit, for actually for a long time. Actually, that was, you know, one of the original ways to make them sort of, sort of historically. Um, and um, there's a bunch of new things. And so pick a wine, pick, a, pick an orange wine, go look for an orange wine. They can be sort of, so, you know, I find like, uh, our mutual friend Robin Braun introduced me to them about five years ago, and mm-hmm. so that's what. Um, and a, yeah, um, shout out to Robin. Uh, we actually need hey, some special. Yeah, we need some special yes. guests on, on the podcast. Um, um, she introduced me to them, and you know, I, you know, me from a novelty point of view, I liked it, and then from a taste point of view, it was different and experiential. And you know, some some orange wines since then I've tried. I've been you know every time I see them on the menu, I order. It's one of the must things. If it's on the menu, I'll order it. Um, they can be, they can be, you know, a lot, find a lot of times they blend them to sort of mellow them out a little bit, which are really nice. Sometimes they can be a little bit funky because they've left them on the skins a little too long, etc. But it's a different style of wine. And um, there was a great article in the New York Times uh, last month about orange wines. And so the interest has popped up again um, in them. So um, let's do a, se- a segment on orange wine. Orange wine it is. Orange wine it is, yep. Okay. So how do you go about finding orange wines? Um, you, so uh, they can also be called amber wines, uh, as well. Um, and like, you know, I think the official term is like, you know, skin macerated white wine <laughs> technically. Um, oh, I like but, orange um, better. Yeah. Or, but again, <laughs> they, I think, I think everybody's set on orange because it's red, white, rosé, orange. It's all colors and it just sort of goes, um, so you can find them on, you know, wine.com or go into your, into your local store and ask for an orange wine. Um, your, your good wine shop should have a small selection of them now. Um, I think, um, I, by the way, I went in and I bought two bottles uh, last weekend in preparation for this. And she's like, oh, did you read the article in the New York Times? Like, yeah, but I've been drinking orange wines a lot before that. So she's like, we've had a run on these. And so, yeah. So, um, and again, in particular parts of Europe, that's sort of actually the way they do their white wines, Eastern Europe in particular. So, um, hmm. so I, I bought an Eastern European white and I bought a, a blended California orange um, and so we'll see which one I end up choosing next week. Maybe I'll do both and do a taste test. Um, yeah. Very and nice. as, good. So what's your tech topic? Uh, my, te- my, my tech topic is going to be, I'm going to challenge us. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Browser plugins. Ooh. Okay. Do, you, do people use them, first of all? Not hmm. much. Okay, maybe maybe I'll rethink that. Okay, okay. All right. Not much, but I'm sure I can come up with some really. No, good no, no, no. Let's think it again. Let's think it again. Um, so okay, now sorry, now I have to come up with one on the spot. Damn it. Um, so Browser tech... plugins. No tech topics. Yeah, we're going we're going gaming. All right, let's do that. Yes. Gaming, gaming, yeah. gaming. Okay. That's pretty right, broad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, no, because I've, I've I've become I yeah I know it's fine. Pick what game do you play? What game do you recommend? What what helps you deal with a long week, et cetera, right? You know, what's your uh, go-to, yeah. We're going infinite. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Down. Um, down. Yeah, down. Cool. Awesome. So, Melissa, also... back, up, back over to you, our host. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Listen to me. I'm like, yes, I am a ma'am. Yes. It, 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 it's okay. I work in San Francisco, okay? <laughs> and, uh, by, the, and by the way, we're just like, hi, my name is Colin Gallagher. I go by he, him, his. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. You have to introduce so, the pronouns, Scott, that you use. 
I, I, yes. I, so I, I see it, but I don't understand it. Like, I'm not sure, like, what the protocol is. I'll have to Google it. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm unaware mm -hmm. of the, uh, the syntax for that. Yeah. I, I'm betting you're a he, him, his as yeah. well. I presume, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Just as long as, you, as, as you know, you know I, I'm a princess. <laughs> as long as, as long as the he, him, his has nice hair and dresses sharply, I'm down with that. Yeah. Some of them do. Yes. Okay. Others not so much, but you know, that's, that's every group. Colin, did you finish <laughs> your bottle? Was that your last right. pour right there? No, no, I've got a half left, but uh, yeah. So. How are you doing, Melissa? How's how's yours? It's good. It's it's still good. It's still okay. good. It's a nice table one. No, no. How much is left? Oh, um, about it's two the thirds. <laughs> but like, I'm I, I'm still feeling pretty good. So yeah. halfway through this bottle, I'm gonna be smashed. Um, nice. <laughs> for reasons, but we don't need to get into those. So. Once again, now this is this yeah. is making me forget my day. And so I'm happy yeah, about that. I yes. I had a run today. I'm super dehydrated. Like everything is perfect conditions for for minimal drinking and still mm -hmm. getting the most out of this podcast. Perfect, awesome. <laughs> so we are at the top of the hour, basically. Yes, we are. Plus or minus. Yes. Um, it is so... time to wrap it up. Sadly. Yeah. So sadly. we have our wine and tech topic. Mm -hmm. And we thank everyone for listening. I hope yes. you will all tune in next time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and, and by the way, I was going to say, I, I've gotten a couple, a little bit of feedback this week and last week, and I really appreciate people, uh, you know, hey, I appreciate people sending me wine. Totally fine with that. But, you know, a quick little note on, on Twitter or via email saying, hey, I listen to your podcast every week. I've subscribed. Makes my week. So totally yes. appreciate that. It, it is crazy how many people have said, oh, by the way, I, yeah. I listen to the podcast and it's like, oh, my God. And it like it becomes it's like, all right, so now I have to do work because like I have yes. these that are telling it. Yeah. just can't like show up and just be like, well, tonight, <laughs> I'm counting tonight. But no, like, no, no. Say, show up and not remember the rules. God. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> any, other, we... any other night. All right. So we are no longer in wing it territory. No, um, no. I will tell you, I, I do two podcasts, and um, I've done over 100 episodes, probably 200 at this point of the other one, and um, four different interview scenarios, and they've all mentioned this one. Oh, like, really? Oh, my God. Awkward. Yeah, <laughs> you, Holy you, cow. You've heard me drinking, yes. <laughs> oh, my. This is weird. And, and they ask me for wine suggestions is the amazing part, so I'm like, Yay! let's go. <laughs> why not work yes. appropriate what's that like <laughs> so yes awesome. very fun all right we got to wrap well, it up for show. real here yes yes way I, I already time. said thank you thank you thank you that's my gig so you're up scott all right peace out everybody thank you for listening